Kierkast Podcast Emporium. Welcome to Alphabet Flight, Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love and have forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a wonderful and lovely Desiree Gonzalez. Hello! So, I have a fun one for you. Um, it is Immortus. Immortus? Yes. Oh, is he related to Immortan Joe? No. He might be related to a character we're doing not too far in the future, though. What do you think Immortus is? Immortus sounds like... Which I'm not really familiar with that so much. I was more of an X-Men kid. But sounds more like one of those space people that would hang out with the Avengers. It is definitely an Avengers thing. Yeah, it sounds like an Avengers thing. So if I had to think... He's some kind of alien, and I'm probably a hundred. I'm I'm just guessing, so I'll just make it fun. And he's a blob from outer space. No, in fact, he's related. He's related to Mister Fantastic. It's a direct line. Oh, upon googling him, I am giggling because he has a real dumb headdress. He's got a lot going on. Yeah, what, what does he look like? He looks like the inversion of somebody, but I'm trying to think of who. He's got a... Maybe... Is there somebody with a purple body and a green headdress? Because he looks like the opposite. No, he doesn't look like Doctor Doom. He looks like... He's got a big, silly purple headdress with three squares on it, and it's really tall. Like a top hat without a brim. And his cape... I can't tell if it's part of his cape or more of his headdress. And it's a big triangle kind of nuttiness around his around his skull. So and yeah, he's got a big old star on his chest and he's all green. Yeah, it's not a great look on him, if I'm honest. But uh so there is a thing with him where it is Well, he is considered one of the final incarnations of Kang the Conqueror. Oh, okay. Which means he's technically Kang the Conqueror. Which means anytime Kang showed up, that it means it's a past version of him. Okay. Okay, that makes... Is that who I'm thinking? Kang the yeah. Conqueror. I have to... Oh, yeah. That, okay, so that's why their outfits look kind of similar. Yeah. Okay. It, I would say that Kang's a little bit more, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Demure. He's a little bit more, uh, subtle in his costume choices. Um, I don't know. I would probably want to take that back. Like, that, that <laughs> yeah. is patently false. I uh, don't know. They're similar outfits. Well, you're right, though. Because King the Conqueror's thigh highs are pretty high up. Yeah, that's the thing. I would not say anyone <laughs> with thigh highs that thigh high would be yeah. uh, demure. Yeah, they're like crotch high. <laughs> yes, they're ba- practically pants. Unconnected pants. <laughs> they're, pr- 
But yeah. So um he is also Nathaniel Richards. Oh. Oh, okay. Which means he gave birth. Oh. I mean, he didn't give birth. He was half of the reason why one of the worst mm. characters to ever exist exists now. Oh. 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 Yeah. Oh, Cable. What are you doing? What? Who are you talking about then? No, no, I know I'm not cable. talking about No, no, I'm, I'm talking about Mr. Fantastic. He's one of the worst characters. Uh, Mr. Fantastic is the worst. Yeah. I really- like, like, the only person, like, he's on the same level as Xavier, which means he's really bad. I feel like with Xavier still, like, yeah, he had, like, a messiah complex, but maybe he didn't have a wife to berate. And maybe that's why I don't hate Professor X as much, because he didn't have a wife to constantly berate. Yeah, he first appeared in number, uh, Avengers number 10, uh, but technically, if you want to go by he's Kang, he first, he officially showed up in the Fantastic Four annual number two, uh, the Fantastic mm-hmm. Origin of Doctor Doom. So. Uh, okay. So he's either really long standing or slightly more longer standing because he's also incredibly old character. He showed up at 64. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, uh, he okay. is, um, he was also Rama Tut because ev- apparently every immortal person needs to have been an emperor of Egypt at some point. Yeah, that happens a lot, doesn't it? Not emperor, I mean pharaoh of Egypt. Um, and right now he is the ruler of Limbo. Yeah, and he was born in one of the... That's no longer Velasco's role? I'm obviously haven't been paying attention to comic books. Well, I don't know, I think it's a different Limbo. Oh, okay. It's just like how there's multiple hells. It's like a different yeah. Limbo. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think it was before they had it's the whole, like, limbo. X-Men thing. Mm-hmm. With Limbo, where it was basically hell. With Limbo. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, so, he was born in one of the Earth's alternate futures in the 31st century. Sorry. A different one from the one conquered by the alien Badoon. Which is the reason why we had Guardians of the Galaxy, the old version. Which meant that we had the new version. So. Um, so yeah. Uh, so he was a man and adventurer in a time of world peace and prosperity, and he discovered a time machine and the plans for its assembly in the ruins of one of his ancestors' proper, uh, property. And I wonder who that might be. Okay. Who has a time machine readily mm. available whenever, whenever there needs to be a time travel plot? I don't know. I, Doctor Doom. There's so many. Doctor Doom. It's also they also there's also uh there's also it's also been hinted that Doctor Doom was turns into Kang at some point. Well, yeah. So their outfits are all the same because I was going to say Doctor Doom's got the same like kind of coloring. And they also have a time travel thing as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, except Kang doesn't tend to not use magic though, and like Doctor Doom's all about that magic. He basically embarked on a uh, life of conquest and adventure, and he'd explore and ransack time era after time era under the guise of Pharaoh Ramatut, the Conqueror, 
I mean, Kang the Conqueror mm-hmm. and others. Um, he established strongholds or kingdoms across time. In his constant time travel, he diverged countless temporal counterparts. He diverged countless temporal temporal counterparts of himself, each capable of independent existence and further travel. So basically, there's a Kang around every corner. Like imagine like Jesus, but Kang the Conqueror. Okay, yeah. Jesus, but Kang the Conqueror. Yeah. I like it. He's everywhere and every time. So, shaping, sh- uh, shaped by the differing sets of experiences, the legions of Immortus to be encompass the gamut of human diversity, from petty tyrants to selfless martyrs. One of the counterparts, whose life at times embraced the basis of motivations, actions, decided to be the seventh, uh, decided in his seventh decade of his chronological life, gave up his worldly conquests, and meditated until the end of days upon the nature of time. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. He's complicated. I'm just gonna go yeah, through Yeah, I was gonna say, he's one of these guys. Yeah, um, this Immortus to be who assumed the guise of Rama Tut journeyed into limbo, the t- trans-temporal realm that exists outside of the time stream itself, and which all time travelers must through in order to get to one era to the other. He employed a bunch of automatons to build him a castle, and he began to meditate in that castle. Um. Okay. He was visited by the Timekeepers, which is a tr- trinity of wait, sorry, the trinity of beings who born at the very end of the time stream before the collapse of the universe. And they helped him mm-hmm. unlock new secrets of time and appointed him to see 80 millennia over, to see the 80 millennia of his existence. And, uh, he basically, okay. his, his, his whole thing is he's trying to fix the time stream. Oh, <laughs> which okay. Often when he shows so it's up, it's like a Homer stepping on a donut kind of thing. Yeah, he so it, it's it's mostly fixing the time stream from himself. As stepping well. on a dinosaur. Sorry, not a donut. Homer never stepped on a donut. I'm thinking of a Halloween episode of The Simpsons. Okay, where he goes back well, in I was time thinking of and tries to fix time. I, I was thinking of the Ray Bradbury story where the guy steps on a butterfly and it. That's what that's based on. Yeah, there's a Simpsons episode where that's apparently that stepping on a butterfly makes everyone like different as well. Yeah, which I mean, okay, I understand. Long-standing small things can have big uh, big things in the future. I understand. Yeah. But like was that like butterfly eaten by like a super smart rat or something that originally turned into a human, a super smart monkey? Turn into a human? Possibly. Maybe? I'm not sure. But it's whatever. It's supposed to be like. Co- the whole point of that story is about like consequences can have larger effects. <sighs> whatever. Existential discussion. Yeah. Um, so he. So, like, he's just kind of like the custodian of himself. Okay. <laughs> Which is. And oh, apparently that I'm, makes sense, I guess. Yeah, and uh that but that also includes like Kang the Conqueror and 
I guess at some point it's Doctor Doom because he's because it's rumored that the Doctor Doom becomes him at some point. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. It seems to me like he's kind of one of those like, oh, let's use him to retcon something kind of characters. Oh yeah, he is. So is King. So I could see the Doctor Doom thing happening. Like, oh yeah, Doctor Doom was just this guy, Immortus. And and also Doctor Doom had he like he saw the future once, and apparently the only one where the whole universe wasn't destroyed is where he eventually takes over. Which is uh-huh. one of the reasons why he does everything he does. Not only is he an egomaniac and the perfect person, um, obviously, uh, but <laughs> he he's also just like I don't want the world destroyed. I know I'm going to live pretty much forever, so. Gonna make sure yeah, the world- actually, that's kind of an interesting story in and of itself. Like, if you live long enough, you think to yourself, well, I've seen this happen a million times, history repeating itself, and you're like, crap, like, I just want some peace and quiet. Get off my lawn. Yeah. So that actually and could also, be a really interesting story. And also, technically, he was one of the reasons why the Marvel Universe was destroyed when he created Battleworld in the Secret Wars event mm-hmm. uh, a couple of years ago. And right now he's Iron Man, one of the Iron Men, I guess. Okay. Um, because there's Iron Man and Iron Heart, who has the original OG red and gold, Riri Williams, uh, who is a mm-hmm. amazing character, who also happens to be uh, super smart and uh, a black woman character in a title, a major title role, which is great. Um, mm-hmm. and, and then there's infamous Iron Man, who is miraculously not being screwed over by Bendis writing him. So, uh, yeah. good, good job, Bendis. Um, maybe this could be your other book where you don't screw everything up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ha- have we discussed, I, I'm a little bit, I have a bit of a cold and I'm on a lot of pain, uh, not pain meds, but cold meds. Did we discuss him and Miss Marvel, or are we getting to that? Because oh, I am... wait, I wasn't there. Oh, you can cut that out. <laughs> Pretend uh, I didn't ask. Um, Pretend I it's didn't not ask. On, it's not on the thing right now. I Well, I just, the reason I ask is because I, I, I Googled imaged him, and there's a really great photo of him, I, and I mean magnificent photo of him, where he's in, in a red, there's a red background, so if you just Google him, in fact, if you Google Miss Marvel Marcus Immortus, the, like one of the first 10 or, or 15 images is him in front of a red background, and he's saying mother. And it says, I, so I kind of looked it up, and I think he's that famous person who slept with her and made her give birth to him. If oh, I'm, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, I forgot. How did I forget about that? Also, that's weird that it's not in the book. That is, well, that's probably a little bit later than this. But, oh, that's true. It's a pretty late retcon, I think. Yeah, so, yeah, he totally, like, fathered himself. Yeah, it says here he made her fall in love with him and give birth to himself. Yeah, which is one of those, like, not great things that happens to Miss Marvel or be Carol Danvers. She yeah, kind of gets a short end of the stick. 
Oh, yeah, when he ruled Limbo, he ruled it with Miss Marvel. That is... I don't... Like, this is an era that I'm not familiar with. That's actually what I'm more... That whole 80s thing, I'm really... Well, I think that might have been the 70s when that happened. This image... I mean, I really suggest you Google image it, because it's pretty great. His hair looks fantastic in this image. And yeah, it's it, just it got a big old... Good. Yeah, and he kind of looks a little bit Wolverine-y, because it, it's so thick, and it's kind of doing strange things to his skull. So, and, like... Yeah. Okay, so, like, he... So, basically, he needed to give birth to him. He needed to, himself to be birthed to stop a, a thing, I mean, a time thing from happening. Yeah, I guess what? so. Okay. Okay, so I'm on, I'm on the Marvel database powered by, like, on the fandom, the fandom mm-hmm. Marvel wikia. And it says, uh, the wonderful line, he impregnated Carol with the literals, with literally his own seed. So, like, he basically, okay. like, it wasn't like, like, oh, you know, we're gonna do the normal thing where you give birth to a baby with some of my random genetic code and some of your random genetic code. It was like, this is me and only me. I'm basically using you as an incubator. Oh, uh, that's pretty... Ugh. Yeah, and also, that's kind of crappy. Also, she got her mind erased after she left Limbo. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's just, yeah, there's a whole can of suck. And there, there was also another time where I'm pretty sure she was, um, manipulated by, no, it was this guy. No, I was thinking of, uh, Star Fox being on the team and being like, ew, Star Fox, he sucks. Um, d- mm. we need to stop having pheromone powers as anything anymore. Yeah, it's not okay. It's, it's kind of gross. Okay. It, no, it's super gross. It's always gross. <laughs> But yeah, um, it's kind of gross. Uh, but um, speaking of gross things, we have to end this episode. Okay, so uh, what do you have to plug? I have nothing to plug. I do have a Tumblr. Kind of not working on stuff right now, but it's a uh, Desi Lady Nudes, and uh, it's just a bunch of my old paintings, and hopefully, gonna get starting on working again. But, yeah, just living, doing, doing stuff. But, uh, yeah, so nothing really to, to say. Nothing okay. really to say. But, oh. uh, thanks for asking, like always. Oh, you're welcome. Well, uh, if you would like to follow the show on Twitter, you can go to, uh, at Alpha Flight Pod and, uh, check us out. You can also find the rest of our shows at the Curacast Group on Facebook. If you'd like to support the show, you can honk your horn like the dude is right now. Honk. Yep. As well as uh, go to Patreon and buy t-shirts and junk on Redbubble. You can also just share the show and talk about it because it's nice to have a larger listener base. Um, you can find the links to all that stuff in the links down b- the in the show notes. Um, and it's uh. Alright, the artwork is done by Ryan Healy, and until, uh, sorry, no, Jesse, you know how to do the plugs. And, uh, this has been Alpha Flight Pod, Alpha, oh my god, Jesse. Okay, this has been Alphabet Flight, and may Conchu, um, 
take you out to see a movie you want to see. <laughs> like at night, obviously, because that's its whole thing. So, bye! Aw, bye!